Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So earlier today, I got a call from an old neighbor of ours, someone who I haven't spoken to in a very long time. He was calling to see if I could help with something. But seeing as our, our discussion on this podcast of late was about how Hashem promises that giving to others always comes back to us, it reminded me of an awesome story that happened 10 years ago. It sort of involved him and my daughter, who at the time was just about eight or nine, and is a great example of this principle. You got to hear this story. First, a little background. In our neighborhood, there are often people, fellow Jews, who come to the door looking for financial assistance and support for a myriad of causes, be it food to feed their family, support for an orphanage, assisting someone with medical bills. The list can go on and on because unfortunately, there is a lot of need out there. And as I tell my kids always and often, fortunately, we are on the right side of the door. And while we wish we could solve, cure, and fund everything needed, we at least always try to give with a smile the little support that we can to help them get one step closer. Well, one night, there were about seven or eight people who came to the door for various purposes. And like I said, thank God we have everything we need. We're not by any means what people would call rich in financial terms, but we are blessed and we do our best to share that blessing with others. So after the last person had left, my daughter, who at the time, like I said, was about eight or nine, looked at me and asked, Abba, how much money did you just give away? Why did you do that? So I remember this like yesterday. We sat down on the staircase right opposite the front door. She sat on my knee and I told her, first thing you have to know is, like we've been saying, you never lose by giving. That's what God wants from us. And I asked her the following question. Let me ask you, what would happen if your teacher in school is awesome, gives the best lessons and the kids are learning a ton, but mid-year she runs out of supplies? Does the school, assuming they have the budget, give her more supplies to teach even more? She thought about it and said, well, of course, she's doing a great job, Abba. And then I asked her, what if the teacher, instead of using all the supplies to be a great teacher like the school wants, ends up taking the supplies home and keeping them for herself? The teacher takes home the pens and the markers for her kids and paper and staplers. And when she runs out, does the school give her more? Well, she said, of course not. That was it meant for her. So I said, well, that's exactly how we view tzedakah. See, Hashem gives us not only what we need, but more than we need. And if he sees us using it to help others, he says, yes, that is exactly why I gave you that. And now I see you need more to share with others, and then you get it back, maybe even more. But if a person's stingy and the more they get, the more they just keep it for themselves, eventually Hashem might say, you know what? I don't want to give you so much anymore because, well, you're not using it and sharing it the way I envisioned. Now, I could see her brain at work trying to process that. And no more than 30 seconds later, there's yet another knock on the door. I get up to open it and standing there is a little boy. In fact, it's my next door neighbor's son holding a big box with a smile. What's in the box, Yehuda? Well, my neighbor used to work for company called Chai Kosher. He would help prepare the kosher chickens. He was a shochet. And it turned out that that day there were so many chickens prepared that the plant actually needed to get some out of the factory. So they gave a whole bunch of free chickens to their employees. Now my neighbor got a bunch, in fact, more than he needed. And he knew that my wife and I are prone to hosting lots of people for Shabbos every once in a while. And he thought that maybe we could benefit from the chickens even more. And so he gave us eight chickens. Now, why is that significant? Well, because now my brain started working at that point and crunching the numbers. And quickly, I called my daughter back onto the stairs, had her sit on my knee, and I said the following. Okay, you have to listen to this. You asked how much money we gave to people in need. Well, there were seven people that came. And for each one, we wrote chai dollars, $18. Now, if you do the math, well, that means we were able to share $126 with other people who needed it. Now, speaking of chai, as in the chickens, our neighbor just gave us eight chickens. And I personally know how much chickens 
chickens cost because I do the shopping. I get all the raw goods. My wife makes it into a feast. And a whole chicken at that time cost about $10, which means we had just gotten a gift of $80. And then I said, now this might confuse you, kid, but when you give tzedakah, even the government is happy. And they give you about half your money back from taxes. So if we just gave away $126, we're going to get back about $63, which now means the grand total, we gave away $126, got back $80 in chicken, we'll get another $63 back in taxes, which means after giving away $126, Hashem, within a few minutes, it said, don't worry, you'll get $143 back in total. Awesome. See, I told you, Hashem never lets us lose when we give to others, I told my daughter. Now, like I said, it doesn't always come in such a clear, visible, fast way, but clearly Hashem wanted to help me educate my child in how we view that which we are blessed. Come on, that's a wicked story, right? And I was just reminded of it because my old neighbor happened to call and wow, did that drive the lesson home for my daughter and to be honest, for me as well. So remember, you never lose when you give. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.